We're on the road. Where transportation goes, community grows. Welcome to On the Road with the MTA. And welcome to another exciting edition of On the Road with the MTA. I'm Jay Gibbons alongside with Stephanie Kay from the MTA. How's Stephanie? I am very well. I love how you always say it's very exciting. What if it's it not is. exciting? It's always exciting. It's always good to be here. It is. I know. We love bringing things together about the community. There might be some fun free events or something that's going to help somebody's life be a little better. So that's why we like to do these segments. That's why they call them exciting. Exciting. There you go. Mm-hmm. Well, what's more exciting than eating? Do you love food, Jay? I love food. I do, too. Mm-hmm. Did you plant a garden at all this year? Did your wife plant one? Nope, I don't have a green thumb. No. And uh, and Elena doesn't either. Well, she does and she doesn't. She, yeah. But you like to eat tomatoes and fresh fruits oh, and vegetables, yeah. right? We go to the farmer's market all the time. Oh, so. I love the farmer's market. Now, didn't you and your wife have a podcast about food? Uh, uh, yes, it was about veganism, yes. Okay, are you still, are you still doing that? Still doing it, yeah. Well, then you know something about food. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're well, going to learn more, too, because I have somebody in line with us right now. It's called edible flint. Not to be confused with edible arrangements. That's the fruit that's dipped in the chocolate and they make like little flower arrangements. That's not what we're talking about. Okay. It's Edible Flint and we have Edible Flint program director on with us right now. It's Kelly McClellan. Now, Kelly, tell us more about Edible Flint. What is that exactly? Hey, thanks so much for having me today. So Edible Flint, um, we are an organization based in Flint, um, all about gardening, healthy food, um, and really bringing people together around that food. Um, So we do a bunch of different programming in the community, um, teaching people how to garden, making sure people have what they need to grow their garden, um, and then also celebrating the people in Flint and Genesee County who are growing really fresh, really delicious food for themselves and their neighbors. Well, it's not that difficult to do either because I have one little area to get some sun, and so I just put some little tomato plants in there, and it grew pretty quickly. I didn't even put any kind of miracle grow on it. It just grew and I had all kinds of tomatoes and it's so much more tasty when you can go out to your garden and grab a fresh tomato, isn't it? Yes. And basil too. Don't forget that. Ooh, basil. Yeah. Mm, Yes. And then you can make that little with the balsamic vinegar on Mm -hmm. it. That Oh, what's that called? That's caprese or something? Caprese salad, I think. Love that. Well, okay. I know that you guys are doing something because MTA is partnering with you and it's on August 3rd and there's going to be like the 12th annual food garden tour. So tell us about that. Yeah, we are so excited to be bringing back the food garden tour. So um, as you said, it's our 12th annual. We took two years off because of COVID and and wanting to make sure we were being safe. Um, But this year we will be back with our garden tour. And it's really a way to celebrate people who are growing food in Flint. Um, We will have two bus routes and a bike route um, that will start and end at the Flint Farmers Market. And once you're on the bus or once you're with the group that's biking, you'll visit different farms and gardens throughout the city to really learn, you know, who's gardening, who's growing food, why they do it, what they do there. um, And, you know, some fun things like what their favorite things to grow are and things like that. So really is a way to celebrate um, growing food in the city and also a way to connect with other people who might know a little bit about gardening um, if you are a gardener yourself or want to be a gardener. So we are really excited to um, have just opened up our ticket sales for this year's food garden tour, which like you said, will be on Wednesday, August 3rd um, from 4 to 8 p.m. starting and ending at the Flint Farmers Market. Well, how much are those tickets? 
Yeah, so tickets this year are $15. So this is not only our big celebration event, it is a, a fundraiser for Edible Flint as well. So um, that ticket covers your um, entry to the event, your time on the bus or on the bike tour. And then every participant will walk away with a little goodie bag full of kind of treats and treasures and maybe even some coupons for future fun um, from local food businesses who we love to partner with and work with um, and who support our work as well. Well, MTA loves to partner with people like you, and that's why we love doing the transportation for you for this day. So I'll have to try to get a ticket and get involved. I think that sounds like fun. I can always learn more about gardening. Absolutely. Now, do you have free uh, samples? <laughs> we, I'm sure that you will not go on the tour without sampling something from a garden. Um, one of the stops on all, all of the routes will be our Edible Flint Educational Farm, um, so we have about two acres just south of downtown that we farm, you know, really as an educational space for the community. And I'm sure we will have samples of our raspberries and strawberries mm. and tomatoes. Yeah. This is the season. Pretty much anything you could think of. Mm-hmm. Well, I know you also have flowers and there's some flowers you can actually eat. So, but the main thing you're looking at is the food gardening tour. It's going to be the, the, the edible, the vegetables and what have you. But do you see flowers along the way as well? Oh, for sure. Definitely. I think you won't find someone who does food gardening who doesn't also love flower gardening. (laughs) Um, And those flowers, you know, are so important for our insects and animals who do pollinating and and really make sure that we we can, you know, have the food that we need to eat. So you'll definitely see at our farm and the different gardens and farms along the way, tons of beautiful flowers. Um, And like you said, yeah, there's some edible flowers. One of my favorite edible flowers is uh, nasturtium, which just has this amazing peppery flavor that goes great in any salad that you want to put it in. What's it called? Mr. What? Nasturtium. (laughs) Mr. Shum. No, nasturtium. (laughs) Nasturtium. Nasturtium. N-A-S. I don't know how to spell the rest. I was going to say, you got to spell that one. (laughs) We'll have to look that one up. What color is that? It comes in all of these kind of like yellows and oranges and reds. and yeah, you can just pick the flower right off the plant and eat it. And it's a fun thing with kids. You know, when we have kids come and visit the garden, I'll kind of walk over and grab a flower and eat it. And they'll be like, wait, what are you doing? You're eating the flower? Um, and then they all try it. And uh, yeah, so we're all about those kinds of educational opportunities in and exposing, you know, kids and adults to new foods or things they might not have tried before. Well, that's what I was wondering. Like, just to say there's a mother or a grandmother that want to teach their kids how to put a garden in. Can they just call you and get some more information or some tips or some kind of uh, advice and direction? Yeah, yeah, you can definitely connect with us um, one-on-one or we also have kind of a whole series of workshops and classes and a new um, kids day at the farm series that we've been that we started in June. So the easiest way to get a hold of us is um, probably our website or our social media. So we're at edibleflint.org, um, also Edible Flint on Facebook and Instagram. Um, but if you prefer phone or email, um, you can give us a call or send us an email um, and we'll get right back to you. And is that phone number 810-244-8547? That's correct. I and see. the email address would be info at edibleflint.org. 
Very good. So they can call that number as well if they want to buy a ticket for the 12th annual food garden tour as well, right? Yes. Yep. You can call the buy a ticket. Um, they're also on sale at our website, edibleflint.org slash garden tour. Um, and you can fill out the form right there. So where are you located? You said if we wanted to come and learn about things or you said you also had classes. Where do we go for that? Where are you located? Yeah. So our educational farm, which is where most of the fun happens, um, is just south of downtown. So we are at the corner of Beach and 12th Streets. Um, You'll see the two hoop houses and all of our different garden spaces. So that's where all of our classes happen. We also host um, volunteer days, three days a week. So if you are looking for a volunteer opportunity or if you have kids who maybe need to get some volunteer hours over the summer, we would be happy um, to host you. So we are out at the farm Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays from about 10 a.m. Um, and you know, connect with us through those ways we just mentioned if you're interested in starting to volunteer. But we would love, love, love to have more volunteers out at the farm. Well, there's a lot of kids and like Boy Scouts, Girl Scout troops that do need to have volunteer hours. This would be something fun they could learn from as well. Exactly, exactly. And especially when we have a group of younger people who come out to volunteer, you know, we try to make it fun. We do a tour, we do play some games. And then we also, you know, probably have them haul some wheelbarrows full of wood chips across the farm. But it's all it's all fun. And usually, especially this time of year, all of our volunteers walk away every day with a bag full of tomatoes and greens and uh, fruits and different things. We just harvested our cherry trees a few days ago. And I think that was the biggest smiles I've seen on our volunteers' faces. Oh my gosh, yes, that's a big perk to be a volunteer and have that kind of delicious fruits and vegetables. Yes, yes, they were so good. Well, like I said, MTA loves to help out with things like this. And people that work here at MTA are very helpful too, because Michelle, a friend of ours here, Michelle Loper, said her father, would he started a um, community garden and he would plant oh, things good. so people could actually steal them and take them home with them and eat them. And he wanted to make sure people in the, in the neighborhood had fresh fruits and vegetables. And a lot of people don't have fresh fruits and vegetables or access to them. So I thought that was very, very kind of him to do that. Do you do anything like that around town? Um, So we mostly focus on our farm, but everything we grow there is donated to the community. So because our, yeah, because our mission really is about education, Mm -hmm. um, we, everything we grow, we have a farm stand right at the farm space. So neighbors or people driving by can come see what we've harvested. Um, We also have a fantastic partnership with the Hurley Food Pharmacy, um, and we donate most of what we grow to them and then they give it out to their patients, which is really exciting. And um, they have some really awesome stories about people who, you know, see what we've harvested and are really excited about what they can make with it. So yeah, everything we grow is donated. And then we also, you know, are connected with a ton of different community gardens um, throughout the city and the county and, you know, really kind of give that support however they need it, whether it's connecting them with additional volunteers or just answering, you know, kind of some garden questions or sharing our experience. Because gardening, you know, I really believe gardening is is easy and anyone can do it, but you also run up against some challenges that can be really frustrating. So sometimes just talking with another gardener about what you're experiencing and if they've experienced it before can be really helpful as you, you know, try to grow your own food. Well, I had a surprise happen because I was planting tomatoes in the same spot every year. And someone said, oh, you're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to switch it around because of the soil, the ass in the soil. You're supposed to plant it someplace differently, which I didn't know that. So I didn't plant it the next year, but they came up on their own from the year before. <laughs> I had all these wonderful surprise oh, tomatoes. Oh, yeah, some volunteer tomatoes. Yes. Yeah, those are fantastic. Yeah. 
They were deli- they yeah. were just like a little surprise. Like, this is wonderful. I was so happy. So do, does that make sense? Are you supposed to plant things in different locations and not the same every time? Yeah, there's a lot of, you know, a ton of research and a ton of information about crop rotation. But basically, you you got it right as you want to, you know, switch where you're planting things and move things around um, because different plants, you know, kind of utilize the nutrients in the soil differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you want to make sure that you're giving your soil time to um, to kind of regenerate and be as uh, as supportive as possible for your plants. Because oh, without sure. happy soil, we don't have happy plants. Oh. <laughs> and water is so important. It's been so dry recently. So I had to water. I found I can water all day long with my hose. But once we get a nice rain, that's when things really seem to flourish. Yes, yes. Well, and it's funny as a gardener too, you become so in tune with the rain. Like this morning, there was a pretty good soaking rain. Um, and I, you know, heard it this morning and I got so excited for my plants. So I was like, okay, they're going to be happy. They're going to, you know, probably be six inches taller when I go back out to the garden. Absolutely. I had a new patio put in my backyard. So they had to put some hydro seed on both sides of the patio and I had to go out and water each side. And it's been so dry. It's been muddy and hard to do and get the hose through it. And when I heard that rain this morning, I clapped my hands like, yay, I don't have to water this morning. It's so nice. Exactly. Mother yeah. nature. Well, do you also have recipes? Because I know people will grow squash or they'll grow zucchini and think this is great, but what do I do with it now? How do I cook it? How do I make it delicious? Are there recipes they can get from you as well? Yeah, we don't have as many recipes. We have some on our website and we honestly work with a lot of our partners, um, specifically like MSU Extensions Nutrition Team um, and our friends over at the Crim Fitness Foundation who do like school gardening work. Mm-hmm. Um, they've come up with some really fantastic recipe resources. Um, and yeah, that squash and and especially tomatoes too towards the the height of the season, you know, as much as you love them, you might get sick of them and need to try something new. So yeah, we definitely connect people with um, with recipes and different ways to to cook foods that may be familiar to. What is your favorite thing to grow? Like it's the easiest and the favorite and the most delicious. Oh, that's the toughest question in the world. <laughs> um, <laughs> I knew I was going to ask you a tough one. <laughs> I know this is the one that stumps me. <laughs> I love growing strawberries. Um, oh, and so really? strawberries are are relatively easy you know if you get if you get good plants they will be pretty kind to you and um you do have to have some patience you know strawberries are something that grow uh you know if you're doing it right you'll pick off all the fruit the first year and to really have a a solid fruiting you know season the second year but I haven't always done that with mine but just the the taste of a fresh strawberry right off the plant oh yeah is Oh, it's unbeatable. Like you can't find anything that's even close to it. Do you need a lot of room for those to grow strawberries? Because don't they like grow up on a vine? Strawberries. So they will, you know, spread and they'll produce runners that spread. And so it kind of depends how much space you want to give them. We're growing at the farm some strawberries in like four by eight foot raised beds. Mm -hmm. um, And they're actually doing really, really well. So Um, I've also seen people grow strawberries in pots on their patios. You know, you don't get as much fruit, but it's just as exciting. Well, if you need taste testers, just let me know. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, I think you might see Jay and I over there at Beach and uh, 12th Street looking at all those vegetables (laughs) that you have out there, fruits and vegetables. Sounds delicious. Hey, you are welcome anytime. Well, we might just have to come by and see that. Well, thank you so much for your time, Kelly. And what's going to recap, they can get tickets right now to go to the 12th Annual Food Garden Tour, which is August. 
August 3rd. And of course, MTA will be traveling around, taking people all through the tours. Now, if somebody has a garden they want to be on the tour, can they still call you and say, hey, I have a great garden over here? Yeah. So our garden nomination window actually closed just last week. But if you have a great garden and you're not yet connected with us, still reach out because we want to know who you are and what you're doing. Um, And maybe not for this year's garden tour, but next year we'll definitely put you on the list. Okay. Well, the years pass and you had over like 100 people enjoying this annual event. How many gardens do you think you have on the tour for this time? I think we're looking at about 10 gardens that we're going to highlight. And do you think you're going to have 100 people again like you did last time? We are hoping that's what we're planning for. So um, there's been a ton of interest in the past. I know um, maybe our fifth or sixth garden tour, we sold out and, and people were, you know, kind of wanting to buy tickets who couldn't so this year we are we're planning on those people being excited that we're back in action and then also hoping to you know have some new people come and participate and uh sure. and learn what we're all about so well, whether you've been it. on the garden tour in the past or or you have never heard of us before please join us on august 3rd well okay it sounds like you might need mt to sound to send two big buses if you're gonna have that many people but there you go <laughs> we'll make it happen we'll take care of you but thank you so much for your time kelly and thank you for this information because i know it made me hungry already now i want to definitely go and get yep. some fresh fruits and vegetables yep i had strawberries for lunch and i think we're gonna get some more good mm-hmm. with whipped cream there you go. <laughs> the whipped cream does yeah. it <laughs> well thank you so much for joining us and hopefully you can listen every week so you can learn more about the community and what we have to offer here in genesee county and with mta being partners because we definitely love our community and thanks for listening you've been listening to on the road with the mta for more information on our services and community outreach visit us online anytime at www.mtaflint.org and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. The MTA, your community, your connection, your way.